The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. This week's episode of PSVG Prime is brought to you by the amazing Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash PSVG, but especially Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Coach Mo, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calcote, Mike Masick, and Zach Bradshaw. Thank you so much for your support. As you know, if you're a supporter of PSVG over on Patreon, it gets you access to a bunch of cool things, including the Battle Pass, an exclusive chat room in the Discord, our undying love and eternal gratitude, and of course, PSVG DLC feed, which includes just a handful of shows. I can't even keep count anymore. There's there's wrestling now, there's car movies, there's Bored with Everything, there's Arcade Academia, there's just a lot of stuff. You thought our Master Feed had a lot of stuff? Well, DLC is just as big, so it's worth every dollar. So if you want to help get in on the action, head on over to patreon.com slash PSVG. And as always, thank you for your support. Now, on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the PSVG Podcast Network. It is I, your host, Kevin, and with me tonight, we are reunited, and it feels so good. Mr. Lucas Rose! Hey, 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 I'm back. I'm back. Feels like coming home. Thank you, thank you. That was just the one person that listens live somehow. I don't know how it works. That's creepy. We're not even streaming. It is. I think my house is haunted. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take that. Speaking of which, my kids are actually upstairs in the living room right now watching Paranormal Activity with all the lights off. So I mm. plan on after after we finish recording, Lucas, to sneak out the back door over here, kind of yeah. go around the house and probably just smack the window. Nice. Get so your hands fun. all like bloodied up and smack the window. <laughs> smack some. the window. Yeah. Real blood. And then, They'll tell and then the next difference. week. Oh, yeah. And then next week, I'll probably talk about how I broke my window like a jack. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's those cheap single pane windows, man. It's true. It's true. So how are you holding up in this quarantine we're in right now? Well, like I've said to most people, my life hasn't really changed that much, really. I'm not the one who's stuck uh, not going anywhere. Although it seems that we have an agreement that I will be the one who braves the outdoors to get yes. groceries in the few times that we've had to. And so uh, I have done my diligence in that sense and kept my space, you know. Being aware of my surroundings, not getting too close, you know, grabbing all the toilet paper I can find. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I mean, really, it has it doesn't feel any different to me other than my my family's home. So I would say your house is a lot more crowded, though. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure I, I don't have uh, I don't get cabin fever as quickly. I don't think so. Mm. My wife is probably going to be going crazy any moment. So that'll be fun. I think. I think I'm in a similar situation where I, I don't mind being here. Like, I really don't. I'm fine with it. It's just working from home is kind of a, a different scenario now. Like, when I used to work from home on my normal Tuesdays, like I do, it's normally just my wife is upstairs. She's babysitting one infant, so it's not like they make a bunch of noise. My, you know, four to soon-to-be-five-year-old will 
go to preschool. She'll come back. So she'll only be there for like half the day. It's Mm -hmm. normally pretty calm. But now it's like we're all trapped in the house. Like I have 16 year old, the 13 year old, the five year old. My wife is still babysitting the the one infant because it's my sister-in-law's kid. It's my niece. So it's not like, you know, we're safe. We're, we're precaution there. She's been exposed yeah. to this the whole time anyway. Um, and it's just like, it's a lot more crowd, a lot more coordination where it's like, okay, I have to like basically put a note on the basement doors. Like what times I have calls. It's like, if it's during the time period, you can't oh, come downstairs. Yeah. Like, and Unfortunately, with what I do for work, now I don't do anything like Donnie does, but I do work with risk management with critical vendors that the bank works with. So I'm spending a lot of time following up with our vendors, being like, hey, what's your business continuity plan? What's your pandemic planning? You know, is anything being outsourced now that wasn't before? You know, so on and so forth. So I'm on the phone and emails constantly. Um, It's a little unpredictable um, what's happening here, but overall, I'm okay. I think they're actually all going to go out tomorrow, but not out to a place um mm-hmm. they thought they'd take a drive down to the beach house just to check on the beach house so they're not going to interact with anybody anyway um just to get out of the house and kind of go for a ride and still be safe maybe let my oldest practice drive in a little bit with their permit um so i'll have some quiet time i think tomorrow but yeah it's a weird time i like you doing the same thing i'm the only one braving leaving the house so the few times i've had to go to the market or something it's been me um same thing just avoiding everybody as much as i can and then coming in changing my clothes like right away yeah washing ta- everything i've been taking hand sanit i hand sanitize my my hands yeah uh before i leave take it with me do it after i do whatever dirty deed i have to do get groceries whatever sanitize them again come mm-hmm. home wash my hands sanitize them again i'm surprised i have any skin left at this point it's it really is weird i mean we're in a, a weird time and we'll talk a lot about it during the the news of the week because i mean that's really the biggest story overall but yeah, it's a weird time. It's a very but, strange time. But hey, it's it's Thursday when we're recording this, and we got Animal Crossing coming tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. So that, that'll relieve everything, right? We'll just feel better about fishing and catching bugs. I mean, I usually use video games to escape reality, so I don't know why it would stop working now. Well, I mean, if you sit there and play like The Last of Us and Borderlands and things of that nature, it's Pan- what <laughs> yeah, our future is going to be. Pandemic and that weird uh, outbreak game or whatever it's called. Uh that apparently sold gangbusters when this started. Oh, you know, the uh, one with the Plague world Inc. map and yeah, Plague Inc. Inc. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. People are it's always my, on my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's what those weirdos are playing. Let's let's talk about what we've been playing. It's a little less weird, I think. So let's jump right in. So. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Ooh. I don't have a whole lot to talk about. I think that's kind of why. Bold um, number one playing a lot of Fortnite. That's not anything new. Um, I think, though, I've officially retired from Apex Legends. Really? There's just too many Battle Royales going on, and I, I buy all the Battle Passes for them. And then I at the last two seasons with Apex, I haven't really pushed myself to get the challenges done. So I'm not mm-hmm. getting the benefits of the Battle Pass. Like, yeah, it's all cosmetics and stuff, but I'm not getting that stuff as I'm, as I'm doing it. So I'd rather just invest in one and play the crap out of it. Um and let's be honest, since the quarantine started, there's a whole lot more people playing Fortnite. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm having no problems connected to matches. Like, I'm getting in there right away. It's a full match. And um, pat myself a little bit on the back because I'm just getting really darn good at that game, too. So I'm just going to take it. <laughs> nice. A couple wins a day on average if I play a few matches. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So I'm going to stick with that. Um, played a little bit more of the Call of Duty Warzone. Um, playing that a little bit. The Battle Royale there, which I talked to Coach Mo about last week. 
but uh, it's grown on me a little bit. I like the um, the plunder mode. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Lucas, at all. No. Okay, so what what plunder works? How it works, rather, it's a little bit different than the battle royale. Um, you're in teams of three. And I think it's about a hundred people, or maybe 120. Drop in, and your objective is. I mean, yes, you can hunt and kill people, but your objective is to get grab as much loot as possible, like actual money. Okay. And you drop the money bags off uh, at heliports where helicopters can come and pick up the oh, money. It kind of sounds like um, uh, payday two. Sure. Yeah. Right. Grab the money. Go. Yep. And you can you could also buy like balloons to just let your money go, and the the plane will pick it up by itself, kind of deal. Nice. And if you die, you come back, so it's not like you're out of the match instantly. Um, and they give you like little contracts, like after you play for a while. Like if you're one of the top people carrying the most amount of money, you will actually show up on the map so people can hunt you down. So you're not hidden anymore. So that makes it a little bit more difficult to want to dump your money when you can. Yeah. Um, And basically the first team to hit a million or when time runs out is kind of where it ends. But you can die, come back. Um, They give contracts like you'll pick up a thing saying, okay, if you knock out these this team, you'll gain, you know, two hundred thousand dollars. You can go out and hunt a specific team. Uh, You can go and secure locations and hold them from other people invading for a certain period of time. You get extra loot Um, that I actually find to be a little bit more fun. Yeah, Um, sounds like it. It, the game runs really good. Sound, the sound quality is always great with Call of Duty. Anyway, the gunfire and everything like that. It's really uh, accurate. Um, it's just the whole perks thing and the kill streak buffer buffs you get and stuff like that. It, that still just doesn't feel right in a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Because in a traditional battle royale, like you die once and you're out. So if somebody all of a sudden gets a stealth bomber that bombs the entire playing field, killing everybody that's not inside of a building, like that's not really right to me. It doesn't seem like that should be a, an option. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's good enough, and I think they'll tweak it a lot. We got to remember it's a brand new battle royale. Everyone kind of changes and evolves over time, so I think they'll make some tweaks. But I think the plunder mode is hands down the the, the uh, shining moment there. Um, played Neo two uh, for review, gamesreview.com. That review is up now. Nice. Um, now I know you like to dip your toe in the whole Souls like games. Yes, or have. I'm a bit behind. Yeah, I would say I have. Sure. But, uh, a bit behind on that. I'm not. And Neo is very much a Souls game. Mm-hmm. Um, the game looks incredible. The combat is very satisfying. There's a multitude of weapons. I want to say it's like 12 different weapon um, styles you can have. And then there's obviously different, like more powerful versions of said weapons as you go through. Um it's just for me, those games are super hard. Like I'm used to being able to run in and just, you know, go at it in combat. And it's like, nope, you can't. Yeah. If you do one thing wrong, you're dead in like two hits. Yes. Um, but the game is super good. And I did find those moments where once you actually beat something to be very satisfying and you felt rewarded for doing so. Yeah. Uh, it's just really hard for me to get there and have that patience to do and strategize and think, okay, how can I tackle this? I need to dodge this, parry this attack, you know. So on and so forth. So a really good game. I gave it, um, I think, an 8.5 out of 10. Um, really, really strong game. It's just not nice. my normal style, but I didn't want to hold that against the game for any reason because by all accounts, everything but that this style of game isn't for me. I couldn't find very few things to really uh, nitpick at it. So uh, if you're a fan of those Souls-like games, it's easily a definite add-on if you're a PlayStation owner. Um, definitely pick it up. It's very cool. I have the first one. I I really want to get it. I have it wishlisted, and it's like fifteen bucks when it goes. I say it's got to be super so. cheap now. Yeah. And the last thing I've been playing is um, kind of just a good game to play while I'm working from home in case I'm like frustrated, get like ten minutes or twenty minutes in between calls. I can sit there and say, "Well, I can pick this up, play a little bit." Is Lego Marvel Superheroes Dose? 
Ooh. So I've had this one for a while now and actually just never really played more than like, I think the first two, maybe three stages oh, and okay. just kind of always ended up putting it down for whatever reason, never went around to it. Um, have you played this one yet? I know you played the first one. I'm still, we're still kind of playing the first one, doing all of the little unlockables and characters and everything. We beat it, but you know, yeah. there's still so much more. To oh, do. there's a lot more after you beat it. Um, so yeah, I like this one a lot. It's very much, um, the same. I'm not sure if you get that kind of open world overworld again, like you did in the first one. You kind of had like yeah, New, York New City. York. Yeah. I don't know if you get this in this one. It feels like you don't. Oh, okay. Um, you kind of have like the Avengers mansion almost. It's like, it's weird. It's not like the Avengers Tower. You have like this house that's kind of your hub. Okay. Um, that's kind of how Batman 3 has been. We just started that. Yes. And there's no big city. You just, you are in miscellaneous the justice hall and then yeah you the kind of just deploy out missions. yeah right exactly um but it's good it's, it's voice well it's funny um starts things off with playing as guardians of the galaxy right in the first level you have all five of them playable nice. um so yeah it's pretty fun definitely better than um lego avengers was the one that was really really bad um this is not that like right off the bat it's, it's a lot more fun um like i said mission one is all the guardians mission two was um cap the wasp an Iron Man in the like Avengers mansion or whatever it was. Um, then you do a mission with Cap, Thor and She-Hulk. Oh. And then the one I'm on now is um, Iron Man and Captain Marvel. So it's like a lot of different characters right off the bat that aren't normally, you know, super prominent in all the games. Like you don't see Wasp too often. You don't see She-Hulk getting like a prominent role. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I was going to say those are unlockable characters from the first game, right. but they were never in the story. Right. So this one definitely seems like they're trying to broaden the horizons to get a lot more involved there. I really dig it. Like I said, it's just a really good game for while I'm stuck working at home. If I have a few minutes here and there, I can pick it up, play it, uh, put it down. Um, but yeah, it's good. And like I said, I don't know why I never really dug into it. It's just it's something else had to have come along the last two times I've tried to play it. But <laughs> right now, kind of where I am, like I think I'm, I'm in for some Lego games. So I'm, I'm digging it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So what you've been playing? Uh, not a whole lot. Mostly on the Switch, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm still working on Dragon Quest Eleven. Now that everything is shut down, oh, I actually right. have a lot of time to finish Dragon <laughs> Quest Eleven. But I don't want to set it down and then, you know, two months no. later be like, oh, I still got to beat this. No. I'm nearing the end of that game, and I'm kind of at the point where I'm just, like, ready to be done. It's not that it's bad. It's just there's a lot of stuff that happens in the second half that I kind of wish happened in the first Okay. Uh, because a lot of the first half feels, you know, just your typical RPG. And then you, uh, some story things happen that kind of shake up the, the formula just a, just a little bit. And, um, I kind of would have liked to see that a little bit earlier on, mm. I think. And if I'm not as far as I think, then it definitely should have. <laughs> there's some stuff that needs to be cut out then. Cause it's like, <laughs> I don't need to go through the same places you know more than twice you still have another 20 hours left to go yeah no kidding uh i hope not it's fun it's just you know it's not like a game changer as far as the story or anything it's just a really well done uh jrpg so i still really want to play that just i don't know when for me and my library didn't have it so it'd have to be a purchase but i definitely think i do want it because i mean everybody sings its praises but it's the same thing for me as i find it hard to get through these longer games now i don't know what it is like i think it's just the time that i have to play is Mm -hmm. typically in like one hour sometimes two where i feel like some of those types of games work better if you're able to commit you know regularly longer chunks and kind of get through you don't feel as burdening where if you play for an hour a day 
and it takes you a year to get through. Like, yeah, it feels like you've been playing it forever. Right. That's kind of how I'm feeling about it right now. I probably can dedicate at least two hours at the most, mm. and I don't play it every night. So, yeah, yeah it's going to take me a while. Do you know how many but hours you put into it? I'm approaching 60. Oof. I think I'm at like 57 hours or something like that. Yeah. So for a normal person, they're like 30 hours in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just messing. Probably. probably. Ever, since, ever since the Black Mesa playtime incident on Flux, suppose. <laughs> that just goes I, through my head now. You're like, yeah, it took me this many hours. We're like, okay, you deduct half that, and that's really how long it takes. Yeah, exactly. I think Kaiju guy said that he was uh, a, about the same amount as I was, but it took him a little bit more than half the time to get there. He said yeah. it was just like, like we said, dedicating massive amounts of time. Yeah. At the beginning, just, you know, going for it. So, yeah, I'm ready to be done with that one. And I don't want to make the mistake of going into another RPG, but <laughs> I've been playing Pokemon Sword as well, which is this is a little different, you know, but uh, it still has that same JRPG feel to it, yep. you know, especially story wise. Uh, I, so I'm playing this with my son to a certain degree. He started the game with me kind of sat and watched me play it and i would ask him questions about what i should do or say or what pokemon to get mm -hmm. and uh my boy my boy picked sable at the beginning which is oh. what i was going to pick uh anyway so that worked out well i was surprised he did want to he his natural reaction was to go for score bunny because you know cute bunny yeah. what kid isn't gonna go for a cute bunny? Right. but uh he's like wait no uh the water one, <laughs> Sable. So we went with Sable and uh, we named him Ike. So his nickname. Okay. He, he wanted to do that. And um, even though the, the main character is also him. So not really sure how that works out. Are they both Ike though? Or is it Isaac and Ike? Isaac and Ike. Okay. So, well, that's all right. Yeah. Eh, it's a little different. So uh, yeah, um, it's been ages since I played a Pokemon game, I'll be honest, uh, other than Let's Go. But that mm -hmm. was, I don't know, that kind of felt like a spinoff. I guess yeah. it was a spinoff, so it doesn't really count. But um, I will say that it's a little tough when you're playing with a kid and there's so much reading. It holds your hand so much at the beginning that yeah. it's just like, okay, now we're going to explain things that have been in the game for years and years at this point and it's like okay i know how pokeballs work you don't have to explain to me how pokeballs work in a three paragraph mm. deal you know is he you making know. you like read along to it too or is he okay with you not really i i do read it to him okay um he i haven't asked him if i should skip it or not uh and he hasn't said anything he so but he i can tell he's kind of like slowly losing interest yeah I want to see the Pokemon fight to the death, Dad. Stop talking <laughs> yes, about Pokeballs. Exactly. <laughs> Turn on the secret blood cheat. Um, <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've been going along, collecting some Pokemon, battling and, and whatnot. And he doesn't really understand being four that you kind of have to, like, level up your yeah. characters, get them a little bit more strong. So it's a good it's a good resource for that. I mean, it's so simple the numbers go up and you get more powerful. So it's not really hard to explain. It's just the patience, I think, of having to do it. Um, and we haven't gotten super far, but we've gotten to our first kind of open world hub where you can just walk around, find Pokemon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get your butt kicked by the ones that are not in the tall grass because you're <laughs> not you know, strong enough. And overall, I'm actually, for the most part, now that it's kind of opened up, I am enjoying it. You know, it has that satisfying gameplay loop of, collecting them all and mm -hmm. uh forming your own team and and that so from that aspect you know it is fun 
It's not as in-depth, I guess, as some of the other RPG-esque games out right. there. But, you know, it, it does have a certain appeal and it does have a certain strategy. And, uh, yeah, I, that's working for me right now. I, I don't play it every day. I'm not, like, going back to it and just putting a massive amount of time into it or anything. But it's kind of like your Lego Marvel superheroes, too, where yeah. I just kind of play it whenever I feel like it right now and and – you know, get whatever I can out of it each playthrough and or each playtime, and and I'm enjoying it, so I can't really complain. I guess it's good. Um, we we didn't get to talk about this, but I talked about it um, when I guest hosted uh, Nintendo Shack last week. I reviewed previously um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, the rescue team. Yeah, whatever. yeah, I saw that. So for you in this case, I think once your library is back up and running, or I mean, you might be able to put in a reserve now, and you just won't get it until the library actually. You know, starts processing again. things again. I would see if you can get this one because I think this is a great point of entry for kids. Okay. Uh, it's it's a lot more um, easier to digest. There's not as many different mechanics. Like he might even be able to play this one um, kind of with you, really. But I mean, he could drive it entirely. Um, you know, you start off, you pick one of the 16 Pokemon to be, you pick one other Pokemon to be kind of like your tag team partner, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a top down um dungeon crawler kind of scenario okay. uh, not like doom it, the combat still works like pokemon meaning like okay here's my pokemon i will attack first then he will attack then he will attack you know the kind of back and forth that pokemon does mm-hmm. um but it's all done from top down no cutting to the weird cinematic graphics you're not catching any pokemon because you you actually are the pokemon um ah, gotcha. but the gameplay is super easy like you don't even need to pick the moves you just simply press the attack button and it just goes um and there's even a button you can hit that will auto run through the dungeon for you each floor it'll oh. run it'll run auto to collect all the collectibles and then head for the stairs to go to the next floor um then along the way it'll stop the auto movement once you encounter an enemy so you have to do the fight yourself but it, it's really brought down to that level that this is a great point of entry for kids who like pokemon but maybe the mm-hmm. horror games are too hard um art style is super awesome it looks kind of like hand-drawn with almost like crayons Oh, instead, okay. like it's a really, really cute art style that works really, really well for Pokemon. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, like I said, in my review, it's not worth you know sixty dollars or running out and buying it. But if you can get this from the library, probably one that your son would really, really enjoy. Okay, um, playing I, if he's into the Pokemon. I tried to get him to get into Dragon or Dragon uh, Pokemon Quest. Yes, I think okay. it's called. Um, yeah, yeah, and that seemed like it was going to be okay, but then it started talking about mixing and or putting ingredients and cooking and 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 all this stuff like he can't read so yeah. it, it was a little too complicated so now, i wonder if i mean there's nothing to better. do yeah there's nothing to do in here except for um if you use too many attacks you have to eat in this one so instead of like you run out of your move set and it feels like potions mm-hmm. re, re you know allocate your pp points um your pokemon gets hungry and instead he has to eat so his belly is full <laughs> okay. and they have a little belly they can do things and it's like a visual thing like you can see like a little circle next to their name and as it gets lower that's their belly getting hungry uh so it's very it need to eat apples or something yeah yeah it's very obvious and you can explain that a yep. lot better than he's getting hungry like, so he doesn't want to fight when he's hungry i actually kind of like that better because yep. trying to explain that you can only use a move 25 times or something <laughs> yeah. it's like what okay so yeah okay i'll have to give that a shot then because yeah. I, i've it's, seen it and i'm like what is this and then just kind of pass by it yeah, I definitely don't think it's something that you'd really enjoy playing. 
but it's something that like you would be like, okay, I'll sit down and play this with the boy. Let him let him yeah. and have some fun with it. So well, then I'm definitely not buying it if I w- if I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid my kids get any joy out of these kids' games. Exactly. What well, Nintendo isn't for kids. Come on. Isaac, don't even think about playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> we got to get this kid his own Switch. I can't share my toys with him. Now you just sound like Caroline and Brian. Oh, wow. Oh. You're right. Speaking of which, listeners, Caroline is joining us next week on PSVG Prime. We got our locked exclusive contract deal to talk some Animal Crossing with Lucas and I. It's going to be a good time. It will be. It will be. But that's enough from us. Let's hear from you folks. It's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. I don't know why I used that voice. It just came up. <laughs> it worked. I liked it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, first one came from Josh. So, okay, here's my question. If you had to pick one PSVG or I don't know if that's a word or not, but it is now mm. to be your quarantine buddy, who would it be? And what, what would you be doing? What? Uh, can you, is PSVG like, can that be an action? Like I'm currently PSVG right now. I mean, technically you technically, are. Yeah. 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 I can't talk. I'm PSVG. Which is mom, close the door. <laughs> well, speaking of which, my dog just randomly came in here. My dog. So I was like, who's opening the door? It was it was really weird. So I had to check That's behind weird. me and make sure it wasn't a knife wielding killer. Um, just a knife wielding dog. Uh so I would I don't want you to be offended. No, no. But I think I'm gonna pick Devin. And what we would be doing is we'd be building all of the computers with all of the RGBs. We just like we would just get a bunch of parts and just be putting computers together. Land parties for days. We wouldn't even know how many days, how many hours had gone by. People would be like, "Hey, hey, the quarantine has been done for like two weeks now, huh? What? Oh, uh, sunlight? No. Giant beards. Yeah, just put it through the. We'll have a mail slot. Just put it, put everything through the mail slot. They can't fit. Jam it." Just yeah, that worked real well for your computer components. You're apparently getting in the mail to build all these computers. Oh, you're right. We're gonna need we're gonna need a trusted insider who can basically be our our gopher and get these things and be sa- be be sacrificial. You know, like if if they can't oh, survive, the dog can do it, right? Ooh, I he can even know. open the boxes for you. Then if he's got a knife, right? He'd probably pee on them though. So. <laughs> He do like everything right and then pee on them. So, <laughs> good boy. No, 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 no. Yeah. Mm. How about you? Um. So I have two answers. I'm going to cheat. And w- one one is you, but I'm going to say oh. why. I'm going to say why. Oh, okay. Because I'd be good. Out of anybody, the two of us would find ways just to entertain ourselves. That's true. That's just true. with our stupidity, and like we'd be the only ones laughing. So even if we were quarantined with other people. It wouldn't matter because we'd just be purely entertaining ourselves and nobody else. Kind of like when we record the show right now. We're just our entertainment. Nobody else is benefiting from this at all. I I agree with that. I think if you I mean, if you set me in a room, just a blank room with nothing, I still find a way I'm doing stupid stuff, singing songs, you know, just out of thin air. You put both of us in a room. I, I don't I think it would be magical. Dad jokes for days. Exactly. How many times have you walked around the house singing my Corona? Oh, <laughs> I think you mean how many days have I been doing okay, that? <laughs> right. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. Um, but my other answer would actually be Josh. Um, and that's for, I mean, a few different reasons, really. Um, obviously, we could play video games together. 
uh, you know, do like a co-op in like Borderlands or something like that. Uh, we spent that whole time with Extra Life. Um, so obviously, I like, clearly have no problem being isolated with just Josh. We, we shared a bed room. Um, and <laughs> But we can sit there and play video games. We can also play board games. Like we're completely fine. We have a lot of the same interests, I think. Um, yeah. You can riff on a movie the whole entire time. Like it, it's pretty much all the same stuff. Like if it was the three of us. It was to say, can I come? Right. That's what I said. That's, that's <laughs> we, we need a threesome quarantine. Uh, and that, that would be the ideal thing there. So yeah, those are my answers. Nice. I like and it. Speaking of Devin, he sends in the next question <gasps> and it's not grammatically correct. I'm pretty sure it's not even a sentence. So I'm just going to read it word for word listeners. So if you're confused, know that I am as well. Devin, I just say Alita battle angel. And that movie was awesome. Why the hell isn't a sequel greenlit already? Also, what baked goods pair with self-isolation, Lucas? Hashtag prime question. So I, I don't know why he said, I just say Alita Battle Angel. Maybe he meant, can I just say, can I just say Alita Battle Angel? You know, just put it out there. Test the yeah. waters. I mean, is that a statement? Just Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, yeah. You just say it. And then, you know, you walk into, you just, you, you want to bring up a subject, but you don't know how. So you just blurt it out randomly. It's like and the Power Rangers morphing, you know, pterodactyl, tyrannosaurus. Yeah, you just angel. say words and hope okay. that people respond. <laughs> all right. Um, so, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I have no comments on it at all. I have. Is that the one with the big eyes? Yes. You okay. get used to that pretty quickly. No, no, that's actually. fine. That's just the only way I can identify that movie is like, it's the person that looks like it's anime, anime but it's, it's realistic and they just have giant eyes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was actually pretty good. I was very surprised at how good it was because – at the surface, it just looks like it's going to be sort of like anime, but, hmm. you know, but CG, CGI instead. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot more to it that I was very surprised. A lot of world building and a lot of just uh, – you let's put it this way. You can tell that it was based on a manga that had many, many issues and uh, has had a lot of time to develop. And I actually watched a little bit of the um, special features and they talked about how long this movie was in development for. And um, it was supposed to be, it was possible that it would be made before um, Pandora, 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 what's the one with the blue ones? Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Pandora is the world. Um, So yeah, there was a lot of history there and I think it shows that, you know, how much, the movie's grown and how good it came out. And I think it's probably just a little bit underrated. I'd go mm. so far as far as greenlit. I don't know. It's probably because it didn't make enough money, especially mm. with the amount of uh, computer graphics, you know, that <laughs> when they greenlight something with computer graphics is it's like, okay, we're going to go into debt on this one. So yep. it better do well. Uh, otherwise we're screwed. Yeah. We're going to go out of business. So that's it's probably like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what big goods pair with self-isolation cake? And not just not just some cake. I'm talking like double layered on a on a glass, uh, you know, pedestal mm-hmm. chocolate with a cherry on the top. You're taking that baby home with you. That's all you. You're going to eat that whole cake tonight. All right. Some people choose ice cream. No, you're going to go with the whole cake. You're going to eat it all. You're going to hate yourself when you're done. Say, it sounds like a threat. You're going to take your home. You're going to eat it all tonight. Listen, man. here's what she's going to do. You're going to get yourself a cake. You're going to oh. eat it all. And you're going to hate yourself. That's what pairs well. Honestly, all baked goods pair well with isolation. Right? I mean, you're eating a sweet. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, don't, donuts are good for any occasion, period. That's true. Um, I mean, with the history now, we have 
with this show, uh, Banana Bread. Mm-hmm. Banana the anything. Loaf. The whole loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Just one big gulp. Ow. And then you need a lot of bathroom time afterwards. It's true. You haven't seen that much fiber since <laughs> you went to your grandma's. Oh, I can't visit my grandma. She's in. She's oh, actually she's in quarantine. I really can't visit my grandma. She's in. She's in um assisted living. And I they mean, don't allow people. It's just easier. And I can't go visit her. They're completely on lockdown. Oh, right now. I, I thought yeah. you meant just they're always on lockdown. I'm like, no, no, I might no, want to no. check out that place because no, no, sounds... of what's going on. And it's sad because they, they typically always had like a lot of entertainment would come in and like nobody can come in. So it's just them and they're oh. trying to. And she's having surgery next week. And like, I can't even go visit her. It makes me a little sad. Wow. That is rough, actually. So thanks for bringing that up, Luca. <laughs> I'm sorry. How would I know? That's like, uh, you can't joke about that because I know somebody who, yeah. and it's like, cool, thanks. Now I yeah, just feel no. like a jerk. No, it's it. I, it just came to my mind because I was just thinking about that the other day because she told me she was having surgery. I didn't even know she was having surgery. And she's like, yeah, I'm having hip replacement surgery next week. And I'm like, they're still doing that? And she's like, yeah. I was like, at okay. least she knows. Like, I feel like you get to a certain age and you're like, I'm having surgery again. I don't know. They just want to go. Oh, no, no. And- she knows. And she even said, like, it's time because apparently like, the bones are actually like, touching. Oh, it sounds like two pieces of wood rubbing. Yeah, together. yeah. So she said before the bones get too worse to wear down, she wants to just have it fixed. So she, you know, will still go back to walking eventually, not just be having to use a cane or the things. So. She'll be more machine now than man. It's true. It's true. Your grandma's Darth Vader. Oh. <laughs> um next question comes from donnie so even though he can't podcast pretty much at all because he's working 24 7 seven days a week right now um he proposed to us lucas so hopefully you've you've seen some of the news here um, xbox and sony kind of both unveiled at least the technical specs of their device yes um and one of the big things that people kind of have taken away is the expandable storage now Mm-hmm. So now they have built-in solutions knowing darn well what they're providing isn't good enough inside the box. So they have solutions for this. So Donnie asks, which approach to expandable storage would we prefer? Xbox is going the proprietary way, which we've seen in the past with Vita. Uh, could be very expensive because of that. Uh, but the solution is simple. You just put it in and go. Um, Sony's right. allowing for off-the-shelf expandable storage, but it will require you um, to open up the box, add it yourself, which I don't think that's true. I would think it actually has a slot you can actually plug it into. Um, you might need to remove something, I think, but I don't think it's actually opening up your whole console, voiding like the warranty kind of deal because they always tell you you can't open the box, otherwise you void something. So Otherwise, you'd see all the cats and hamsters that are exactly. running the... <laughs> it's proprietary! Yeah. Right. Um, so even if you can't actually get the solution now, uh, you'll be able to down the road. Um, it's kind of asking what we would prefer... Um, out of those two options if we had to. I know you right. kind of don't have a, a horse in this race, but what's your thoughts? Well, I'm conflicted. I'm torn because this speaks to two sides of me. One is you're a peasant console owner. And if you want a choice, then you should have just bought a computer, right? But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I like having choices. And I think that, especially considering what they went with, it looks pretty convenient, Xbox. It, I mean, it's basically a memory card from what yeah. I, from what I saw. But it's just so I, I don't know. Sometimes having choice, especially when it comes to hard drives or storage in general, is just like there's so many options, right? And now you're wondering, okay, is this gonna work? Is this gonna is this gonna do what I need it to do? Or is everyone just gonna find one brand and just buy that same brand? You know, you see that with uh, the flash co- or the uh, SD cards, the memory for 
the switch and whatnot. You, you right. can just get whatever you want. Right. Um, but I feel like people just buy whatever's on sale or, or whatever. So for me, I guess choice and the ability to kind of buy whatever is in my price bracket is my number one pick. But there is a certain amount of comfort in knowing like this is the one thing that you can buy. It does the thing you need it to do. And it comes in like three sizes. You just buy it and you know that it works. You, you plug it in and off you go. So I can't really blame them for, for doing that, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. I mean, I I was looking for my Elite Control and I remember it's upstairs. So, you know, Microsoft, obviously the controls are proprietary for most things. You can get third-party ones, but I think we kind of all know you don't quite get the quality with a third-party option. Right. Um, but you look at the Elite Controller, even the old one, still $150, $175 for a controller. Price tag. This scares me what the price is going to be on this approach. Now, I do like the, the ease, the convenience, easy to shop for. I do find it odd we're going back to memory cards, although this is obviously way better technology than what we had yeah, back then. But you're just like, come on, memory card? Right. You're like, I can get a micro SD card for the size for much less, but I'm just afraid it's going to be pricey. Like, and that, But I understand that a lot of xbox gamers the hardcore ones don't really seem to be concerned with price on anything that's what i've learned from being kind of reintroduced into this xbox atmospheres they don't care they'll buy an xbox series x they'll buy an xbox elite controller they'll buy the elite 2 controller a year later like they're spending you know upwards of a hundred hundred thousand upwards of a thousand dollars on like the device no games no nothing yeah so it just kind of scares me that, well, if people are buying them, then why would Microsoft make it affordable? If they you know they can make some money off of it, we know they don't make a ton of money off the consoles, if any, that this is a solution that they can profit off of. Um, but at, with not knowing that 100%, I do like Sony's alternative a little bit better. I just think it doesn't have to be specifically one option. You can only get this one brand from this one place or whatever that, okay, as long as you get an SSD drive, let's say, it'll work. Mm-hmm. You just plug it in, you're good to go. I, I think that's great. It allows you to shop for sales. It allows you to pick the device you want, where maybe you want a high performance one versus a low cost one. Like you have all the different options to go off of for the shopper who is hunting for the deal, wants more space, but doesn't really care about the speed or whatever the case is. Whereas Xbox, like you have that one option, that's it. You don't have any flexibility. So I'm all for flexibility over ease of use. I think in my case, yeah. I want to shop. I want to get the best deal. Um, but as I told Donnie in the Discord, ultimately, I have no skin in this game because I haven't upgraded my storage in any of my devices. I think my Switch has a 32 gig card in it, so it's not even a big one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Xbox One S has whatever it came with. My PS4 has whatever it came with. I haven't expanded any of that stuff. I just delete games if I'm not playing them. I don't need to have 20 games installed on my console. I can have six or seven, and that's still more than what I'm playing at any given point. So that's I'm true. okay with that. But that's just me. I know a lot of people aren't, and I, I get it. But uh, if I was being twisted, my arm was being twisted by my back, I would go with Sony's way. Me too. Me too. The last question we have comes from Coach Mo, who co-hosted for you last week, Lucas. He did. He says, if you could own a GameStop with Coach, would you? Yes. Um, I mean, there's got to be some questions answered here. Who who technically owns it? Is it 50-50? Do I work with you? Do I work for you? Is it, can I bring any of my other friends so that we can just hang out all day and then look at customers like they're bothering us? You know, there's so many questions. 
But I think my biggest question is, will there be hand sanitizer and toilet paper? Because I need those things. I would say I would say yes. That makes sense. I think Coach Mo would probably take care of us. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine Coach Mo would just run the place and we would just have to be like that silent partner, but still make money. Yeah, that works. I'm okay with that. I like like money. (laughs) Yeah. Or in your case, too, I'd totally be down for like. Uh, clerks, but at GameStop with all of us instead. Yeah, just... that's kind of what I picture. <laughs> yes, we're open. Let's go I play hockey on the roof. Open. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, um, yeah, so yeah, I would say there's practically no downsides to owning a GameStop with Koshmo. Except that they're just not profitable anymore. But, you know. we could, that's true. I was going to say we could have a gym next door. That'd be awesome. Okay. I still okay. wouldn't work out, but... Go with me. Go with me here. Yeah. yeah. We get three buildings, like a strip mall. Okay. Bakery. GameStop gym. <laughs> it gets it just gets like from like worse to better. Like, do you want to better yourself? Start on this side. No, or or either way, it's you know, worse as far as healthy or worse on the other side for as like what you actually feel like doing. Do you <laughs> yeah. want to work out? No. Do you want to play games? Okay. Do you want to eat donuts? Hell yeah. Yes. Add a brewery on there. Why not? If we're just four. There we go. Love it. And we'll just call it PSVG. There'll be a letter on top of each store. So here's the P, here's the S, here's the V. The <laughs> I like it. I like yep. it. PSBG land. Yep. Let's do it. Checks in the mail. Josh can run the brewery. See, we got it all worked out. He'd drink it all, though. Yeah. All right. Kyle has to work there, too, to keep an eye on him. I like it. Yep. There you go. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for sending those questions. We do appreciate it. Uh, as always, you can hit us up in the Discord with them or respond to the tweets that go out there uh, at PSVG Kevin or at PSVG. And we'll be happy to mock you and make fun of them or answer them very seriously like we did the last question. But now mm-hmm. it's been a week. It's actually been a few weeks, really, since we've talked news. So, Lucas, it's yeah. time to check out the news of the week. Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. Let's see. I have four, you have three, so I'll go first. Razor. Are you familiar with Razor? Not talking the flip phone, Lucas. <laughs> uh, yes, I am familiar with Razor because at one point it was seen as the elitist um, peripheral company for computing technology. That is very true. At least I think so, anyway. Sure. And they're known for their computer accessories, their mice, their mouse pads, their keyboards, controllers even they make. Yep. Well, they're getting into the medical supply business, harping in on that uh, opportunity we have right now, and they're <laughs> making a million surgical masks. Okay. Yep. Why? They're doing. Because um, it's Razor. But. I mean, it's the coolest looking surgical mas- mask you could ever wear, probably. Sure. Although it's not the real mask that's in the picture of the article, but it would be exactly as you imagine, just black with the Razor logo (laughs) on it. Um, But in all seriousness, what's really happening, yes, they are really making medical masks, but they're donating it up to a million of them to health authorities around the world to help combat the coronavirus or COVID-19, if you're a nerd. Um, (laughs) Blaven. So, yes, uh, Razor CEO said the company's engineers and designers have been working around the clock over the past several days to repurpose a portion of its existing manufacturing lines to produce surgical masks. The company plans to reach out to medical authorities and governments and countries where Razor has been a presence in order to prioritize support and mass distribution where needed the most. So started off as a joke, but it actually is a very good, noble thing that they're doing. Um, I just want to throw it out there. So wait, 
I have a question. Is this real or is this an in-game item for PUBG? No, this one actually is real. This oh, is not like okay. the frying pan. This one, this one people can use. Um, it's so not just for use in like the division. One. It's not a skin, a cosmetic for the division. Nice. Um, yeah, but I think it's really cool that they're doing something to, to help people. They're, they're stepping up. Good on them. Good on them, mate. And it'll look good on you. <laughs> it will. I like how the article mentions that they hope it has uh, RGB and the Razer logo. It better. That'd be awesome. It had better. Uh, speaking speaking of the coronavirus, my favorite segue. <laughs> We're going to segue that a lot. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, it's in the headlines, people. We can't escape it. No, we really can't. Twitch streamer Casey Tron has been suspended indefinitely over coronavirus comments. Ooh. Now, when you hear that, you got to think, all right, what do you say? What What could you possibly say to get yourself <sighs> suspended? Because, I mean, saying something, that's pretty... I feel like that's a pretty hard one to to do because, you know, freedom of speech and all that, yada, 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 right? Yeah, I mean, it have to be really bad, I would think. You can't just be like, oh, the coronavirus isn't real or something like that, which we've seen some people say stuff like that. This has to be yeah, worse. Okay. How, how about this? So, uh, Casey, Casey Tron Cavanis, great. Great user handle there. Okay. Was uh, chatting. Uh, so she wasn't even streaming at the time. She was okay. chatting on Araj Patel's stream, which was asked the question, uh, would she kiss someone who had the coronavirus disease, COVID-19? Dumb question. First of all, they yep. should also be banned or whatever or suspended because that was a stupid question. Uh, she joked that she would and that she'd try to spread the coronavirus as much as possible. Oh, my God. She says this is what she said, quote. We would leave quarantine and we would try to spread it as much as possible because the world would be a better place without old and poor people. Now, you can read that in a couple of different ways, right? The way I read it was, oh, yeah, we'd, we'd do this. Wouldn't it be funny? Ha ha. What a joke, right? Like, oh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Like, like saying that is the joke and it's stupid that anybody would ever be like that. Right. Or you could just read it straight. We would leave quarantine and we would try to spread it as much people because – or as much as possible because the world would be a better place without old and poor people. And then that, and then you just sound like a jerk. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I mean, so I had to look up to see, you know, what she actually was. Um. So, yeah, she, she wasn't streaming on her own page, but she was on what's basically a virtual talk show kind of deal. So yeah. she was streaming. It wasn't just, you know, comments ah, in somebody else's chat. Got you. So that makes it a little more understandable, I guess. But it is weird that Twitch actually took the effort of saying, okay, it's not this stream that she was on that was banned. They actually did the work to find out who said it, where they stream. Um, so I, I can't even read some of the things she tweets on this show. Um, oh, gosh. It so she's a real winner me. is what you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that she said this. Um, but she's trying to say, obviously, it was a joke. Uh, but this doesn't excuse it. I'm like, I don't know based on everything else she says that it's based as a joke. Um, unless it's a, it's a pure farce. Like she always just jokes, but I find it funny that her, her logo has uh it says Casey Tron and underneath has three words. I guess that <laughs> is what she is. And it's respect, dignity and gameplay. Yeah. I'm not getting that out of these comments at all. So um, I, I feel like I'm okay that's... with it. I feel like it's that people have to do that to her, but she doesn't have to do it back. Maybe, maybe. And, and, and I mean, this is, we've talked about this on the show before too, or 
I like seeing um, women streamer out there doing the doing the right thing, you know, making a name for themselves because they don't garner enough attention for the right reasons. I think it's always, oh, is this person a boob streamer or Jigglecast? Exactly, like these types of things. She seems to be very much one of these types of people. In fact, that entire show seems like it. That clip that's on this article you posted. That's what they're all doing, except for like the two people. Yeah. Um, I can't help it. I have I have them. Okay. I'm not gonna cover myself up. Yeah. But the angle your camera's positioned at and <laughs> what you're wearing, you certainly can't control. Um, yeah, it, this doesn't seem to be a person who's getting it for the right reasons, the attention for the right reasons. So, yeah, I'm I'm okay with this ban. It's I mean, our hero Mark over there, who's live streaming on Twitch, got banned because he was DJing in his underwear. Well, that, that was definitely sexual content for sure. That seems a lot less offensive than what she said, though, ironically <laughs> enough. I don't know. See, it's tough for me because it really, I mean, I guess it goes along with all the other uh, suspensions that they've done. But to, I, I mean, it's, it's like, obviously, she wasn't being serious, right? But at the same time, you can't go around saying stupid stuff because people, some people are dumb and they're going to be like, oh, oh yeah. Let's hey, man, do it. freedom of speech, bro. I can say whatever I want. You have to like it. Yeah, exactly. But donate yeah. over at twitch.tv slash Casey Tron, <laughs> drop some bits in my stream. It's it's tough. Like Yeah. It's not quite hitting a dog, that's for sure. No, but, no. Uh, I mean, it's just a suspension. Either way, it's not like she got banned, so whatever. Yeah, and I mean it, what's gonna happen, we all know. It'll be at the thirty days probably at the most if she's not back up and running this week. It's just Twitch has to do something. And I mean, like you're right, it it obviously she wasn't serious. Well, like, I'm going to go catch coronavirus, go spread it around. Like, that's yeah. not what she was saying or intending. I get that. But it's like, man, what's the point of saying that? Like, there's no need to. It's like the have you seen the challenge that's going on? Like, so we see all these like different stupid TikTok challenges, or whatever. They're like daring to do stupid things. Yeah. Um, Like when Drake had that, that one video for the Kiki where everybody was dancing outside their car while it was rolling. The newest one is licking toilet seats while Corona yeah, is going on. I didn't think that was real. No, it, if it wasn't before, it is now, and it's completely Ugh. stupid. Um, so it's like the world doesn't need this stupidity. We have enough of it going on where it's not meant to be a joke that we don't need people joking about things that are that dumb. True. Very Let's true. Be she, she's no doctor disrespect. So Exactly. Exactly. Well said, sir. Well said. Bravo. Speaking of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and speaking of GameStop, actually, so. I mean, no, because I don't want to <laughs> sound like I'm for coronavirus. <laughs> right, right. Uh, GameStop went and did another stupid thing, Lucas, if you could believe it. Um, number one, we thought they were getting they were getting some good press yesterday uh, for their decision. And obviously, they had to have Bethesda's OK to do so uh, was releasing Doom a day early to split yeah. up the crowds that could potentially be there for Doom. Uh, and Animal Crossing. I can't imagine what the Doom crowd and the Animal Crossing crowd coming together would would look like because hey, it's weird when you think of it at the surface. But think about this, Lucas. We both will be playing Doom and Animal Crossing, so That's we true. are that we are that market there. Um, but no, I get what you mean. Like you'll have like the moms and the, and the the casual gamers maybe getting Animal Crossing, the and then you have like the Doom. Yeah, wearing black leather trench coats and piercings galore <laughs> i don't know doom's the only game that gets me so they made a decision to sell it early so that they could split up those crowds would be less of a strain on the workers and social distancing as best they can without uh you know launching two really big games at the same time but it went and did something stupid today so we're seeing businesses close left and right kind of keeping only essential retail places such as places that pharmacy uh places that sell groceries things of those nature like those are still being allowed liquor to be open stores. we're seeing yes liquor stores um 
we are seeing a lot of stuff close off. It's not essential. If there's not really a major benefit to it, whether it's a big business chain, uh, my mother, mom actually works at Kohl's and they're shutting down, I think as of today or tomorrow, then they're going to shut down too. And that's kind of a big chain place. that's still closing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They don't have a pharmacy cause it's a clothing place, but still they're going to lose a lot of money. They're still paying their employees while they're off too, which I think is awesome. That is. Um, but GameStop informed employees that if local authorities attempt to shut down their stores in states with orders to close establishments deemed not essential, they're to inform law enforcement. That's right. You tell that officer Popo to his face that the company believes they should be classified as essential retail and therefore is able to remain open during this time. Mm. The instructions also came with a flyer to hand to the law enforcement, which includes the phone number for GameStop's corporate office. Wow. Yeah. And I the extension goes directly to Reggie. So Reggie's taking all the call. No, He's like, kidding. whoa, bad timing. Uh, where's the door? Yeah, the, the memo reads, due to the products we carry that enable and enhance our customers' experience in working from home, we believe GameStop is classified <laughs> as essential retail and therefore is able to remain open during this time. We have received reports of local authorities visiting stores in an attempt to enforce closure despite our classification. Store managers are approved to provide the document link below to law enforcement as needed. So they're basically telling their managers to say, to disobey the law, which may or may not get them arrested, depending yeah. on how strict the rules are in that state and what they're ordering. Um, but they're also claiming it's an essential service. Well, so before we get too far, do I think GameStop provides a service that may benefit certain people during this time? Sure. People are bored. Everything at GameStop is a form of entertainment. I get it. However... All of this entertainment can be bought digitally without ever having to go to a store whatsoever. Yeah, there are other there are other options. Right now, I know people like physical copies. Caro, for example, there are people that die hard physical games only. I get that, but we are experiencing something unprecedented in our lifetimes that we don't really know how to deal with. So, is it really worth it, or can you get digital for now and buy that physical edition later on, whenever? Really, you know, it's not a rush mm-hmm. at that point. So, yeah, another huge swing and a miss from GameStop here. Like, I, I I, hate to say it like this, but this just seems like a desperate attempt from a company who can't afford to shut down. I was just going to say. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, I think they're terrified that if they close for two months, they're going to be out of business. Like, yep. I think they're on life support until the new consoles drop anyway, and they're hoping that that saves them. But, man, this just seems really bad between employee morale and the message it's putting out there. I, I can't. I think they got to be worse off than they're giving us you know information on yeah i agree i mean that that whole letter or memo that they released basically if you read between the lines that's what it feels like is we cannot afford to close please do not close us i think it's pretty uh, chances are pretty good that we could probably own a game GameStop at this we could probably own GameStop itself as a company i mean the stock market plummeted so we can probably buy shares enough probably on the cheap nice I got some crypto that's not worth anything. I'll trade it for a GameStop. Stop share price. Let's find out. $4.19. Oh, that's not very good. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's awful. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, GameStop. I don't know. I mean, what do you, how could it be any worse? They're going to close. They can't, I don't even think that's legal, is it? What? For them to be like, no, we're not going to close. So police. I've had this conversation a little bit with people in my state. I think it depends on the state. So the governor can order places to close, but to my knowledge, they can't actually force it. 
Unless legally, it's like if it's a law or something. Exactly. So if they declare martial law, then it's a little bit different. But if it's simply, like, hey, it's a state of emergency, we really want you to close, close. I don't think they have to. Like it, typically, and this is as stupid as it sounds, like daycares in Rhode Island were ordered to close. Mm-hmm. I know of some that have not closed. And they're obviously still operating. Now, that might be considered an essential thing to some people who just simply can't. But in my mind, like, you got to work from home then. Like, you can't or you can't go to work. Like, yeah, that seems like a cesspool just asking for a problem. No matter how much you clean, you don't know where these kids are coming from, who they've been exposed to. Employees yep. of the daycare can't want to work unless it's like the sole owner who's like, this is the only way I'm going to be able to pay my mortgage. It just seems crazy. So I don't think legally in a lot of places they can force them to close. But the law office can, you know, the officer can come in and kind of suggest like, hey, the governor ordered this, you know, what are you doing? You kind of put some pressure on them to do so. And I think that's what this letter done. But I just I just don't see the benefit of this. Like, yeah, you got a couple of games dropping. You have Doom, you have Animal Crossing. They'll sell a couple million copies easy. But is that going to make or break your company? And if it does, then what's to say about your company? Like, yeah, Best Buy is doing reduced hours in a lot of places or they're closed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Target, I guess Target's open. So that's a little bit different scenario because they, most of them have pharmacies at least up here they do. I don't know about down south. I think they all do. Um, so I think they're considered a required place to be open. Groceries, you know, pharmacy, all stuff's there. So you can go there and get that if all the other places are closed. So it's not like you can't get this product elsewhere. Um, but yeah, it just it does not seem good, man. It really doesn't. No. It's all, it only it's only going to get worse, I feel like. Oh, actually, the shares actually went down $3.85. I'm telling you. Get our... Get our- um, Patreon together. <laughs> yeah, how, how much is how much is to buy all of it? <laughs> and how actually, many how many shares are there? I guess. And actually, according to Yahoo Finance, that's actually overvalued at three dollars and eighty five cents. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Don't get on that sh- sinking ship, Reggie. Nope. What are you doing? Yeah, sorry, Nathan. I know you have stock in it, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, what else you got? Of, speaking of coronavirus, uh, how much do you value your toilet paper? Like if you had to put a price per roll. I mean, right now I'm okay. I have a bunch. If you talk to me in like two more weeks, if this isn't cleared up, might start going up. Um, but I mean, I typically pay what you can get like for like 20 bucks. You get one of those jumbo packs, like 48 rolls or something like that. Yeah, so. you have like nowhere yeah. to store it because it's so huge. Yeah, I have two of those sitting in my outside cellar right now. <laughs> you see, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty good you're pretty good to go i mean yeah, barring any like you know all the family gets diarrhea or something yeah know. yeah as long as we're normal it will be fine good good well uh how much do you value digital toilet paper i mean i don't know what i need digital toilet paper for <laughs> i don't <laughs> no feel one, my avatar no needs to wait. i don't know <laughs> until they put a pooping pooping simulation in games you know Bowel movements. I mean, you can pee on things in Death Stranding, can't you? Uh, I don't know. I haven't played the game. I thought you could pee on things. I hope so. Or I feel like... pee grenade or something like that. You pee in a grenade and throw it at people. They, they call those trucker bombs. <laughs> yes. Uh, my favorite game that I don't play to report on, Fallout 76. People are still playing it. They're playing the crap out of it, apparently. Pun Pun intended. Let's be honest here. Uh, as the coronavirus, be, you know, continues to spread, and then of course people in real life ran out and bought toilet paper because what's the first thing you do in a crisis? You run out and you buy bread toilet milk. paper. Bread what? milk. Bread and milk, bread yes. milk. You can't wipe your butt with bread. I've tried or milk for that matter. I mean, I think you can, but 
But should you? That's a new challenge. Just Instead because of like you can. Kiss, I'm your ass with bread. <laughs> Talk about a a sandwich. <laughs> um, what? Who talks about that? You don't. Uh, so with all the pi- the panic going around, the uh, disco. All the places that have toilet paper. Um, you know. By the way, I like this article. Goes on to say that there really isn't a shortage of toilet paper it's just the problem is that they weren't ready with distribution to make up for all the people buying toilet paper if you can imagine that uh so there's no problem so stop buying toilet paper you're you're contributing to the problem kevin with your two two packages 64 packages (laughs) all of them are triple rolls you're set for two years barring diarrhea um well sometimes art can hold up a mirror to society, as they eloquently put it here. Because in Fallout 76, players have begun jokingly stockpiling toilet paper, digital toilet paper. As you can see in this, they, they give you a tweet here uh, from aptly username Bloodfart Australia, AUS Australia. Uh, and they, they've gone they've gone so far as to put them in glass display cases in the in the game. <laughs> There's four uh displayed toilet paper pieces here um so it kind of started out as a joke but apparently people even though it is a joke and then there's no real in-game use to it they have began using it as a sort of currency where uh some of the roles are going for twenty-five thousand caps god which if you've ever played a fallout game that's quite a lot until the late the end game uh but also, you know, more reasonable 500 caps. But either way, still a lot. For something that serves no purpose. Yes. In Fallout 76. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on with Fallout 76, but I like the narrative that's going on here. Secret rooms, toilet paper. Cults. Cults. Death mazes. There's also, I mean, this is the great thing about this game. And I told you before we went live, I, I think I may have to go back to this game because... People are just making things in this game, making a story that didn't exist. That's way better than anything Fallout could have come up with at the time. It's like they didn't have anything to do, so they made something to do. Ooh. These are all the people I wanted to play with in all the all the other MMORPGs where I'm like, I'm in a role-playing server. Nobody else is taking this seriously. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Boot yourself. You're banned. Go boot yourself, man. So, uh, yeah, as I posted in our private chat, uh, Death Stranding, you can urinate at any point, making your way through the world in Death Stranding. To pee, mm-hmm. find a good spot, press and hold the L2 button. This will cause Sam to this will cause Sam to unzip his pants, and then you can press R2 to let loose. Button. Oh, my goodness. Two what? You actually unzip and then pee. Is there not a good – what is not a good spot to pee? I have I yet mean, to find one. On small children. Um, yeah, that'll get you in some – yeah, hot water. I was gonna say in the corpses of your enemies, but that actually I think is a good place to. I think that, yeah, I think that's kind of sending a, a message. If you pee on that fetus thing you're carrying around, probably not good. You're gonna want to keep pee out of there. There's a, actually there's a lot of places that you shouldn't be. <laughs> now that I think about, now that I stop and think about it. I will. I can say I haven't thought a lot about it up until now, but I've learned a lesson here, and that's what's really important. There you go. Um, to get away from coronavirus just for a little bit. Uh, the World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists have been announced by okay. the uh, museum, the Strong Museum of Play, where the Video Game Hall of Fame is. So the finalists this year are Bejeweled. 
a lovely original match three kind of thing that kicked off a lot of this craze. It still goes all these years later. I can't believe uh, they got away with uh, copying Candy Crush. That's so crazy. <laughs> Fair enough. Teach their own. Centipede. Frogger. Frogger's a good one. Frogger's okay. GoldenEye 007. Yes. Which I'm like, how is that not already in there? But okay. Guitar Hero. Okay. King's Quest. Mm-hmm. Minecraft. I'm surprised that's not already in there. I'm surprised not already in there, but I, I said when I first saw this article, because uh, Skinny Matt ended up posting again after I had actually already read it, that I get why Minecraft should be in there, but I just don't like it. So that's like the only <laughs> game I'm like, I don't think it should be here. You're actually um, mad about it. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm actually not mad about this whole list for once. Um, but that's like my least favorite to win, which means it'll probably win. Uh, NBA Jam. Okay, sure. Nokia Snake. Mm. Classic. Okay. Okay. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Again, how is that not already in there? Like, yeah. Um, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. One of my favorites out of the series. And then Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> that deserves to be there. Classic like, edutainment. Yep. So the winners will be announced at the Hall House in the Strong Museum in Rochester, New York. The date of the ceremony has not been announced, obviously, due to what's going on. They can't really commit to a day. Um, an expert committee will choose uh, the honorees, and fans can weigh in with an online ballot through April 2nd. What's the picture at the top? Um, that was from previous year's nominees. Okay, because the the little um, caption here it did not explain what was happening at all because some of these are in here, but then some of these are not. And I don't know. Yeah. Those are the nominees from a, from a previous year. I don't recall what year, but I do remember this too. So it's been within the last couple of years. Oh, okay. okay. Um, might've been last year, actually. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they were previous nominees. So like, yeah, super smash bros. Melee has been nominated again. Um, Who would you want to win? So I think that they let in a few. Um, oh, more than one. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely more than one. So, so let's top three. Top three? Top three. Let's go with top three. Okay. So for me, I'm thinking of the cultural impact and, and like uh, it had on the, the gaming world. So I would go with GoldenEye 007 because okay. I think that revolutionized and kind of changed how first-person shooters work. Um, I'm actually going to go with Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Okay. Because that's just classic wholesome goodness that still spanned multiple PC games, television shows, now an animated series on Netflix. Like it just continues to still be prominent in some way, shape, or form. That teaches kids and still is fun. Um, and then the third one, this is where it gets tough. Um, I'd be leaning. To, shoot, be true to your heart. Oh, I'm gonna say Super Smash Bros. Melee. Okay, just because I still think that's the most solid, balanced entry, probably up until Ultimate, which I don't play anymore, so I couldn't really tell you. But um, Guitar Hero and NBA Jam, I think, are really great entries as well. That's yeah. kind of where I was stuck in that third one. What about you? Got you. Uh, I would uh, number one. I would do King's Quest. I think it's okay. a uh, you know probably the best example and kind of kicked off sort of a whole genre of games, or at least uh, yeah. maybe not kicked it off, but kind of set the example for a long time. Yeah, uh, and it's classic PC gaming. Uh, number two, I totally agree with everything you said about Goldeneye 007. Number three is definitely where it gets hard. I think I'm going to go for me. It was between Guitar Hero and Minecraft, actually, just to make you mad. But I think <laughs> I'm going to go with Guitar Hero because, I mean, that was a phenomenon. Yeah. What a crazy time to be alive. Right. Everyone's playing plastic guitars. It's like suddenly everyone's being in a band dream can, yeah. can come true. Yeah. You didn't even have mean, to learn anything. 
and it had like I mean, out of the base game itself, it had five or six different expansions. Then you had the ones we started introducing the drum sets and the multiple guitars and the microphone. And then you rock knockoffs. Yeah, yep. DJ Hero come out with the turntables and microphone. Like it was, it was just insane. All these different accessories we were buying, and I mean, that wasn't a cheap game either. Like the the core game with the guitar was like eighty or ninety dollars. Yeah. Yeah, just that, and then they got bigger and bigger as you got Rock Band and Guitar Hero with the whole set. Like you're looking at two, two hundred dollars and stuff like that for some of these. Like it got insane, but everybody had them and microtransactions galore as you bought more and more songs. Like it just people loved it. Yeah, that that got people to buy music again because everyone's yeah. like, "Why? I could just download it for yeah. free." Yeah, quite a phenomenon. So yeah, those are my top. Good stuff. Nice. I like that article. I, I will mm-hmm. be. I will be interested to see what makes it and how many make it in. And we will cover that, Lucas. Yes, we will. We'll, right we'll be waiting as the news drops and then we'll go live as soon as we find out. Yeah, like, like, like Nintendo Shop likes to do it direct so they like live react or record immediately yeah. after it's over. We're yeah. going to do that once they announce the winners. I, I like it. I like It'll it. It'll be a really short show because we're only going to talk about like those three or four games that make it in, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's share our memories of where we were when it happened, mm-hmm. when we played king's quest for the first time uh so let's get even farther away from coronavirus i guess <laughs> yes, um you know we like to we like to be the watchdogs of, of things that are free because we are uh budget-minded gamers i i like to think here so i took it upon myself to tell y'alls about the epic game store free games and uh i think these are two uh good Games, but very different games that uh, kind of uh, cater to different audiences, I guess. Watch Dogs and The Stanley Parable. Now, I played Watch Dogs late, late in the game because I remember everyone complained about it because it didn't look like the videos at E3 or whatever. Uh, and so I held off on it in, on a, for a long time and uh, I played it fairly recently and I thought it was fine. Um yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was a little bit wooden. Like Keanu Reeves could have been <laughs> the main character. Uh, but it'd be awesome in a movie. Yes. Now, now we're like, Keanu Reeves, that's great. Uh, my how times change. And then Stanley Parable, you know, that's not for everybody, but I certainly am looking forward to it for being free because it's one of those games that I always liked the idea of it, but I never bought it because it was. You know, once it went on sale, it was like five dollars, but it was never really something that I was gunning to get into. Yeah. It was just like, oh, that's a neat idea. Can't wait to play it in like 10 years, apparently. <laughs> right. Right. So, so like Daily Parable, like I that got my radar actually at the Game Awards where they announced like the Ultra Deluxe version that was coming to like Switch and stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, And I thought from there alone, I was like, oh, this looks really, really cool. So when I saw this on the Epic Store. Um, coming up as I was redeeming like this week's free games, uh, which these two are actually live now. If you're listening, um, I was like, "Oh, great! I can get to, I'll get to play this." I'm assuming my computer can run it. It's you know an older game at this point. Yeah, um, I'm super excited to play it. Like it's described as a um, first person narrative experience. Mm-hmm. And it's I played the demo, two, which is good. Um, and I, I'm excited for it. And Watch Dogs, I've always been a fan of. I've said that numerous times throughout PSG's history. I didn't mind it for what it was. I thought it was a great entry and Watch Dogs 2, I think, just improved on that overall in every aspect. So uh, I'm down for that. I'm actually going to redeem them both and maybe play Watch Dogs again on my PC. Uh, but yeah, I think they're two great entries, especially in a time right now where people are holed up and they got nothing to do. These are two 
good um, entries. Like it's not, you know, you're not getting Sonic Forces or something like that to play through. <laughs> yes. um, these are both good, solid games um, for what they are. Highly scored, yeah. at least these days. Um, yeah. Stanley Parable is funny too. Like if if you right. get that type of humor or like that type of humor, I should say, uh, you'll forget all about your troubles. So if you like this show, you like the Stanley Parable. <laughs> Pro- yeah, more, yeah, I would say that's a good yeah. uh, endorsement there. So yeah. there you have it. Our last news topic to bring it back to coronavirus. Speaking of coronavirus, <laughs> we can't get away. Right. So we're all inundated with the news. We're watching the news. We're reading stuff online. It's nonstop, man, between state press conferences and, you know, government ones, whatever. But White House warns younger people of coronavirus dangers and praises their video game skills. I think it should have been read like this and praises their video game skills. <laughs> Question what? mark. Yep. The nation's coronavirus response coordinator praised millennials' ability to look around corners and skip through games. So while basically telling the idiots down in Florida to get off the darn beaches already because they're stupid for going on spring break and not taking any of this very serious at all. Spring (laughs) break! Woo! Yeah, they had a very cringy, let's talk to the youth of America moment. Oh, that always goes well. Yeah. It was just, it was bad um so citing reports from france and italy in regards to young people getting very seriously ill from coronavirus dr burks first cautioned young people to be aware that it's not just older people with pre-existing conditions who are at risk but younger people too of course she also watched that clip of spring breaker shrugging off the, si- the situation if you've seen the news at all like there's this cringe really cringy one of like girls like i don't care i'm here on spring break let's go oh, and God. i'm here with all my friends and there's like this guy who was clearly drunk or and high, I don't even know. Well, he's <laughs> he like, doesn't I've been even know. Forever. I'm gonna do what I want, and he's like, "You can tell he's already a mess." I've already licked five toilet seats, man. I'm killing this challenge. TikTok, I went viral, son. Um, so she says. So again, I'm gonna call that generation. That's part of the group that brought us innovation, particularly throughout their ability to look around corners and skip through games. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Doctor Burke said weirdly. Yeah. Yes. What does that even mean? It's like when I stream Fortnite and I say I tell people don't peek because when you peek, when you look around those corners, it's when you get the headshot, Lucas. It's true. It's true. You don't want to look. No peeking. Your head is exposed. What do you think is going to happen? Skip through games. Are you saying that I'm just accumulating a giant backlog of games I'll never finish, but I keep starting? Because if that's true, then yeah. Well, she followed it. I always went level by level. I didn't realize you can go from level three to level seven. I think she's talking about the warp whistle from Super Mario 3. On Mario? On the Marios? She must have just watched The Wizard. Like she must have just wait. There's a whistle. She's like, there's three Mario's. Oh, she she follows up with, that's what they taught us. They look for things that we don't see. We need them to be healthy. You're saying we cheat? Is that what you're saying? Much. I guess it's we not cheating. It's in the game. What? Exploit weaknesses. Like yes. speed yes. stuff. Like <laughs> I I don't I don't know. But it's very weird. One of those moments where somebody in the government tries to connect with the younger audience and it just doesn't work. They well. like went off script. They were like, I'm going to mention something about video games. The kids will like it. And they're like, no, don't do that. Please just stick to the cards. This is one of those moments where even Tre- president Trump was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we didn't tell her to say that. Makes a weird face. He does hands, hands, <laughs> tiny hands, <laughs> small hands. Oh yeah. But yeah. So that just was awkward and fun way to wrap up the news. I think this week. Yeah, I like that. Awkward and fun. Pretty much how I live my life. My sex tape. I've seen it. (laughs) 
we've danced that PG thirteen line a little too close this week, I think. But it's all good. What do you say we wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up in a nice uh, uh, face mask sponsored by Razor. How about that? (laughs) That works. That works. You know when you say a sentence and you're like, I don't know how to finish this. (laughs) Pretty much every time I host a podcast. (laughs) Nice. Me too. I'm not even hosting. I don't even have responsibilities. I'm just here. I wasn't even invited. Just showed up. True. I kept getting guest hosts and I just didn't have any this week and you showed up. I'm like, well, guess we'll do this. I'm like that guest who never takes the the cues on when to leave, and I'm still there. It's like midnight. We started at 6 p.m., and you're like, I want to go to bed. And I'm like, cool, cool. So what else do you want to do? <laughs> so you want to you hang out now afterward? You wanna, yeah. You hang? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, Let's wrap it up. Wrap up the show, Lucas. So where can people find you, and what else are you up to on those interwebs? Uh, you can find me. At underscore heavy metal riff underscore on the Twitters, on the discords. None of that was true. Well, it's all true, but the name was completely wrong. Uh, what am I getting up to? I don't know. I just podcast. Like just sometimes I get up, get on the internet and podcast for a while. Talk about stuff. Practice social distancing since 1986. Boy. Yeah, boy. You know what's up got bacon goods they should follow you on instagram and facebook so they can say you're great i know i can be i'm one of those people now who just takes pictures of food and then posts it because i don't have anything else going on in my life i mean you could be like every other parent post pictures of your kid but you know i'm protecting them from the internet donuts and gray frosting those are my true true <laughs> i told you don't talk about the gray frosting i'm hey, sorry okay delicious <sighs> yeah, so you can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all of the things, all the consoles, all the social networking, all that fun stuff. Uh, follow the show at PSVG. Of course, head on over to the website, PSVG.blog, to find links to all the great, cool, and amazing stuff. And uh, hey, Lucas, I'm going to say this on the air, so he has to do it now. Oh, great. Yeah. Not you. You don't have to do anything. Okay. Just like the show. Um, Donnie, once he gets out of Coronavirusville, is going to work on getting Prime its own feed oh so if you hate every other show (laughs) exactly if people only want to listen to the good stuff you could totally subscribe to that and have it there nice Um, but yeah so that way we can clean up the web page as tom servo pointed out why is the only post under psvg prime and actually an episode of xbox empire from two years ago (laughs) it's kind of funny that it took this long (laughs) no i've noticed that i've never cleaned it up and i'm I'm in fact really tempted to just start posting there even though we don't have a feed so that will be coming but eventually folks if you want to listen to just PSVG Prime or just the core shows and not the filler shows, that's fine. Uh, we'll have all the options for you. But that is coming soon, as soon as we can get Donnie uh, freed up. He's obviously got more important things to do than that. Nice. Um, but yeah, thanks, everybody, for tuning. Thanks for telling a friend. Head over to patreon.com slash PSVG if you want to help support these shenanigans with all 25 members of the staff. Uh, Lucas really needs your money now more than ever to feed his children because he oh, can't even please. buy food. I so. can't. Send food. Please send food. Yeah, you don't need to, you don't even need to pledge on Patreon. Just send food. That's where I'm we're having at. a can drive for myself, <laughs> my own family. <laughs> Fair enough. So thank you everybody once again for tuning and telling a friend. But most importantly, we ask as always that you never stop protecting yourself from coronavirus. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor 
and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.